First time. Then you got them both the second time. Welcome everyone to My Bleeding Ears Podcast. This is episode number 123. I am mm-hmm. fucking beat right now. Yeah? We started doing yoga. We did. It was your idea. Yes. I yes. just mentioned that I think it's boring and I'm bad at it. And you were like, let's start doing yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do like more when I do it with you. Yeah, it's, you know, there's not a lot of movement, there's no asshole yelling at me, it's well, all quiet and shit. We're, yes, I love it. we're at the very beginner stage. Yes. I think the most advanced that you've done is Warrior 2. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, my legs are about to fall and out. triangle pose. We yeah. did triangle pose today, that was a little hard for me too. God, I used to be so much stronger, and I think like the last 10 years, my muscles... Just you? all disintegrated along with my nice butt that I used to have. I just still all... think you have a nice butt. Well, yeah, you're married to me, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, my butt is gone, so I'm going to get back yeah. in there. I'm pushing 40. I mean, you walk all day. You don't yeah. lift weights, so obviously you're going to get leaner. Yeah. Got to start lifting. Yeah. Yeah, I also have weights out on the coffee table at all times, and so whenever we play video games or watch TV, gotta lift a little during like a cutscene or a lull. Gotta, lift some weights. Gotta get these muscles back up here. Yeah, yeah. I weighed myself yesterday, and it was frightening. Case <laughs> <Hey>, quarantine, <laughs> so I'm back on it. <laughs> all right, enough about this crap. Yes. Anywho. We watched once again. You know, we've really gotten into our stride again with movies. We stopped. Yeah. Watching a lot of crap. Yeah. We still watch some crap, but... It was easy, like, in the midst of quarantine when you just wanted to shut your brain off and forget everything was horrible. Yes, and now we're getting back into it, reviewing a lot more shit. Yeah. Uh, So let's get into it. You start firing these things off, man. So the first one is one that only I've seen. Uh, I was curious about it, and even though the the, uh, Half in the Bag YouTube show didn't like it, I was still curious about it. Right. Palm Springs. Ah, uh, yes. That came out this year on Hulu. It's Andy Samberg and Kristen Milotti, um, both of whom I find very charming, although Andy Samberg had to worm his way into my heart after SNL because I hated him. It took you how many seasons of Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Two. Uh, two? Only two. I even softened a little bit at one, and then after two, I was like, oh my god, I love Andy Samberg. <laughs> it was a weird experience. Um, so this is a Groundhog Day type of movie, only sort of for couples, because hmm. they both get stuck in this loop. Um, uh. It's unclear how long Andy Samberg has been there, and after a while it's unclear how long Kristen Milotti has been there with him. Um, it's a good R movie, there's lots of sex in it, Andy Samberg sex, which I could do without, even oh, though I love yeah. him. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't need to see that side of him. 
but yeah, I liked it. Certainly a lot more than Half in the Bag did. Mm. But I only laughed out loud really hard once. And it wasn't at Kristen Milotti or Andy Samberg. It was at Tyler Hoechlin, Hoechlin who plays just kind of this dumb, meaning, like well-meaning jock type guy. Like, like a bimbo. Business guy. Bimbo. Yeah. <laughs> it's not stupid, but there's just one. I won't even tell you what happens. It's really, it, it's, not, it's not exactly what happens or what he says. It's just a really funny moment. But I would recommend it. It's you got Hulu, watch it. Why not? Yeah. I chuckled here and there, but Tyler Hoechlin's the only one who really made me laugh. Oddly. <laughs> so yeah, um, check it out. Alright. What do we got next? Next up, we together watched High Rise. High Rise. With Tom Hiddleston and Sienna Miller. Yes, Sienna yes. Miller. You know, she I I I think she's hot. I yeah. think she's beautiful. And it it stems from the movie Layer Cake. Okay. Because that's the first time I saw her in a movie. And, like, it was the sexiest way I've ever seen someone smoke a cigarette in my life. (laughs) Really? Even Ellen Barkin? Because I feel like Ellen Barkin can smoke a cigarette. No, man. Watch Layer Cake. Okay. Ouch. Anyway, yeah, High Rise. This one has been on the radar for a while. Just never... No one ever really talked about it that much, and never really so, got that great yeah, of praise. Yeah, kind of recently, it's had a resurgence. This is 2015, and it's on Hulu. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's about a high rise that's made in the 70s. About uh, with uh, um, what's uh, Jeremy Irons yeah. is the creator, and he looks wants like to... London, I think. Right? Looks like, un... yeah, I believe it's London. Yeah, and he's creating like this these group of like five buildings together. Um, into like a, the shape of a hand and fingers, mm-hmm. and it's all about like hierarchy in this yes. in these buildings or just the one building they've built so far. He's planning to build all these other ones, and yeah, it's all about status and how high you are up in the building, and, right? And yeah, that's pretty much what it's about. And then everyone starts to not give a fuck about anything, right? And then the whole building kind of just goes to shit, and. It's totally locked off from the outside world. Right. And it's kind of strange because, like, people go there and they end up staying and not leaving at all because there's, like, their own grocery store in there. And it's just really kind of weird. The only person you see outside of the building, which I wasn't even sure if he was outside of the building or not until a scene later on to where he's, you know, Tom Hiddleston, our our main character, is a doctor and he's going out to his office and... That's the only way I see anyone leave that building is right. him. I don't see anybody else leave. There's even a mention from someone who says, I was going to leave, but I forgot where my car was parked. Yeah. It just looks out on this huge parking lot. Right. You just never leave. It get, I knew that it was going to be about class. That was right. obvious from yeah. the trailer. But uh, I didn't know how absurdist it would get. It gets <laughs> really weird yeah. in some spots. What's his face from uh, Resident Evil, the first one, the bad guy? I forgot his name. His name's uh, James... Purefoy. Purefoy, yeah. yeah. right. Um, <laughs> his character's hilarious. Yeah. This He's like an uptight dude. It's just funny. It, it is pretty absurd. Yeah, but... Who clearly is so high status that he doesn't even, he's never even really been in the grocery store before, like, <laughs> knows what to do when he gets there. Right, yeah. <laughs> Hunting, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. So this movie, it was all right. I I, yeah. I, I, um, I recommend it. Me too. Don't expect too much out of it, but it's pretty cool. No. It's a it's it, pretty decent movie. It's You're going to see a little more than just this is a movie about society and class. That yeah. is what it's about, but it's going to get real weird too. Yes, it does. Uh, next. Next up. We watched Guns Akimbo, finally. Ah, it yes. It was... It's just included on Prime now. We didn't have to pay yes, for it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Good. So, I was finally ready to watch it. Because I don't... I'm always interested in the independent stuff that Daniel Radcliffe decides to do. Because he's like yeah. a billionaire and he can do whatever movie he wants. Yeah, exactly. I didn't think Swiss Army Man was great, but I can definitely say I've never seen anything like it before. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Horns. I liked it. Yeah. Definitely never anything yeah. that I've seen before. Um, this was sort of, I think what it was supposed to be was an homage or like a love letter to hard-boiled. Yeah, it, it is. And it just felt like a cheap imitation it was. that I got tired of really quickly. Absolutely. That's yeah. that's what I was going to say about mm-hmm. this movie. It is lo- a love letter to John Woo movies, but without any of the style. Or heart. Or heart of it. Yeah. Characters that you like or characters that you, you're... you're you might feel bad of losing. There's none of that there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, back, I would say, 20 years ago, I would fucking love this movie. Yeah, agreed. I think it would have been like, oh, my God, they're finally making John Woo movies. You know, I, that's mm-hmm. what I would have thought. Although not as good, but still, I think I still would have loved this movie. But at this, uh, but now, after watching it, and yeah, there, it was just, the gunplay and everything was boring. Compared yeah. to like what you have now, you have like John Wick, which is really going out there and yes. he's really picked up the mantle of action movies. Even Shoot 'em Up way back when. That yeah. was way more fun it than was, Guns Akimbo. It was stylistic. Yeah. And this was just here's a bunch of loud music that you've heard of before to this to all this gunplay and all this action. Yeah. And yeah, it was just really no style to it. Yeah. It was uh, I was gonna say an M T V video. But yes. if they had videos anymore, but that's what it was, colorful. And I would prefer um, to watch, like, Beavis and Butthead review this video <laughs> than actually watch the movie. Uh, what's this uh, Harry Porker dude doing? <laughs> he's good. He yeah, didn't he's do anything fun. wrong. Um, what's her name, who is not Margot Robbie, whose name I always forget? That's Samara Weaving. Samara who's Weaving. Who's in everything now. Yeah, yeah, is good. She did nothing wrong. No. No. They just give them nothing. I mean, there's just, there's no chemistry between them. No. Nope. Which right. I feel like both those actors can have chemistry with anyone. So it's yes. unfortunate that that didn't work out. And yeah, there's no style. It felt like it was three hours long. And yeah. it was like, what, an hour and a half? Right. Yeah. And it's, uh, the story's about how uh, Harry Potter here is online talking, uh, he's just trolling people online yeah. about... There's this new game out there, uh, an illegal game, where people do violent things or fight each other yeah. or, or something like that, and people watch, they make money, and that, that's this new show online, and half the people hate it, half the people love it, so Daniel Radcliffe goes on there, trolls them, and they find him because he was trolling them, and the people who run the game uh, surgically put... Uh, guns, like, two pistols on his hands with 50 rounds each. Both them, yeah. Yeah, so he can't let go of these guns ever, so it's impossible for him to, like, put pants on or take a shit or anything. And that should all be funny, but yes. it just falls flat. It does. It yeah. wasn't, yeah, it didn't play well into it. There's some characters, I mean, there's little glimmers here and yeah. there. Like, the homeless guy kind of brings a little bit more of the comedy yeah. there. I but, looked it up to see if that was Taika Waititi and, like, a bunch of... 
Ooh. prosthetics. <laughs> Look more it's like not. David Thewlis, I would say. <laughs> no, but, yeah. I said a bunch of props. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. So yeah, I'm going to say pass on this one. Even though, even though if you do like John Woo movies and John Wick movies, uh, yeah, this watch is a those. pass. Yeah, don't watch this. Interesting concept, though. Yeah. Just executed poorly. Agreed. Uh, next up, we watched up. a movie from 2018 on Amazon Prime called Island Zero, where we had just been fishing around for so long, we were just like, whatever, this one. Yes. And, um, yeah, this one's about an island where most of their shit is through fishing and everything, and people need to use a ferry to get off of this island. All of a sudden, boats stop coming, the ferries stop coming to this island, mm-hmm. uh, and there's no more fish. So people are stranded there, and secrets come about, and you get to learn what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you follow this marine biologist through the movie, uh, pretty much just following in his wife's footsteps, because she was uh, a marine biologist also. Right. And he's out testing waters to see different phenomena that's happened throughout the last 10 years that his wife and him were kind of studying about the same thing that's kind of happening on this island where like the fish are disappearing and weird slime and creatures are about kind yeah. of thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is what the this movie's pretty much about. Yeah. And And uh I thought it was okay. Yeah, it's okay. It was fine. It was better than Guns of Kimbo. Yes. I was more invested and interested in this movie. You have Agreed. stronger characters. Um, the only my only problem is that it kind of seems like they might have run out of money at the end. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it ends somewhat abruptly without too much of a re- uh, resolution. But it, I think it was fine. It was a pretty cool concept. The ending worked. It I mean, worked, even yeah. Because they ran out of money. That's fine. I feel yeah. like that's kind of how it should end. The mom from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is pretty much your lead character. Yeah, she's also in uh, Homeland. Homeland, if you have. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's um, yeah. It, it's fine. It's it's a fine movie. It's not great. Yeah, not but not bad. Or it's low budget but done well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I I do recommend this movie. Yeah, Island Zero, 2018 on Tubi. Check it Tubi. out. Next one, we were trolling around on Tubi and we found a movie called Scare Me from this year. Scare me, yes. That was, it's like an anthology movie, kinda. Yeah, it's uh, these group of friends get together and hang out in uh, like a forest preserve. Uh, cops come along, so you can't be there, but one of the cops is kind of cool. It's like, alright, you can stick around. Mind if I stick around? And they start telling stories to mm-hmm. each other. And it just seems like everyone hates each other in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> why are you together? Why, okay, first of all, the cop like hates all of them. Um, and then the, the stories they tell aren't all that great either. They're okay. And then all of a sudden, like, all these stories just devolve into, like, the main story of all these people together telling scary stories and this cop and everything. Yeah. Uh, it, it is pretty low budget. Not low, low budget, but it is low. It's down there, yeah. Um, God... Uh, Interesting concept. Yeah, it was it was okay. I feel like I lost focus. I think part of it is my fault. I sort yeah. of spaced out for a little bit and then came back. And was like, oh, this is still on. So I don't know. The, what did you think? Um, I, I all in all, I, I really don't recommend this one. I think 
The dialogue could have been a little more snappier. You could have had characters you cared about. or Yeah, I hated everyone. Yeah, everyone sucked. Except mm -hmm. for, like, the, the the stoner dude was okay. He yeah. was fine. And, but you couldn't even hold on to that guy long enough in this movie to follow him. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't recommend this one. Yeah. It's, it was That's a nice try, movie. but... Tubi yeah. is completely free. You're just going to watch, like, 80 seconds of ads every yeah. 30 minutes. That's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say check it out. Why not? It's You can watch it completely for nothing. Okay, next. Next. We this, have... this might have been my favorite one of them, if, I'm, oh, if this is the right one. Okay. Next is Bloodline. Oh, wait, no, that's not my favorite one. Yeah, one. okay. <laughs> and that's also my favorite one, the okay. one that we'll get to. I was like, ugh. Bloodline, 2018 right. on Amazon. This is Sean William Scott. Like, where'd they dig him up? Yeah, you get Stifler from him. When you know? I saw him, and I was like, hey, I love this guy. Where's he been? <laughs> He's in a horror movie? Cool. Let's watch it. Yeah, I've, I've seen, not not necessarily previews, but I've seen, like, this in Prime or whatever. He's it's getting recommended up, to yeah. me, yeah. But, um, yeah, this is uh, Dexter, pretty much. Yeah. In a movie form, but actually better than Dexter. Yeah. You follow, you can actually somewhat get behind this person more than Dexter, which actually, um, once we finish talking about this movie itself, I'll talk about Dexter just a little bit. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is Sean William Scott. He's a, um, he's a serial killer or just a murderer. Kind of like how Dexter was. It, it kind of eased him. And so we follow him around where he murders um, like either child molesters or or mostly parents who have beaten their kids yeah. because he's a guidance counselor or a therapist, a therapist at a school. In high school, yeah. So he killed, ends up killing the the parents or the fathers to these high school kids and one uncle so and one uncle girl, too. This uncle had raped her, obviously. Right. Yeah. Yes, and so we we follow him around, and also his wife has just given birth to a child. And his mother comes to stick around with him uh, to help with the baby and everything. Mm -hmm. And we see the meaning of the, the the meaning of bloodline, meaning like his mom murdered someone before. His and dad. Yeah. He murdered his dad. So there's issues there. Mm -hmm. And while this is going on, his wife with a newborn, she's seeing all this in him and with his mother and how they're interacting mm -hmm. with each other. And he's leaving at night and everything. And she's noticing this and begins to suspect that he is the murderer. And Especially because the cops show up because they found all these bodies in like right. a quarry or something, and so they interview him and her. Right. Yeah, because the only connection to these bodies is him. Right, yeah, yeah. it's a really great connection. So mm -hmm. she's figuring all this stuff, and I won't ruin the end of it, but it's it surprised me, the end, in a way, So, um, which I thought was good because it was something different than I what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, I thought that's exactly what was going to happen, and then mm -hmm. when it did, I was disappointed. No, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't like this much. No, I, I do recommend it. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think it's all right. It's fine. There's some definitely good scenes. There's good acting in it. Yeah. Um, it's just wait and see what's going to happen next kind of thing. Now, going on to Dexter, right? Yes. Okay. So... For the longest time, you and I even have hated the way this show ended. Yeah, it ruined the whole series for me. Which I think was supposed to do. Because throughout this whole series, you've been watching the anti-hero. And you yeah. hate the anti-hero. Yeah. 
And you think at the end, this anti-hero should have died. And so do a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to keep... Well, well if you f- see him as the anti-hero, then yes. But what he really was throughout this whole series was the villain. Yeah, and everyone it that way, yeah. And everyone followed the villain through this, hoping he was a good guy and mm-hmm. thinking he was a good guy. But he was never the good guy. And so his decision at the end of that series was the right decision to make because he's a selfish fucking psychopath. Yeah. He fucked everyone over and lived by himself and dropped all of those responsibilities he had because he was a villain. He was the bad guy. Gave up his child. Right. So I can appreciate that ending, but I still don't like it. (laughs) When you put it that way, we talked about this before, and when you put it that way, you're right. I do appreciate the ending. It still ruined the whole series for me. And I think that was around the time when Dexter started that I was just starting to realize how much I hate the (laughs) anti-hero. And it wasn't until most of the way through Dexter I was like, wait... This sucks. Yeah. I don't like this at all. I don't want him to get away. Yeah. Not anymore, no. hmm No, so, yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you. That's a fair point. Next. Next. Hit it. And this was my favorite, too. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting anything from this movie. Same here. Yeah. The Witch in the Window. This is from 2018, and it's on Shudder. Yes. It's got nobody in it. Nobody's it's in this movie. mostly just a son and his dad. Who are fixing up this old house. Right. Clearly he's been having problems with his wife. Uh-huh. Takes his son for the summer to go fix right. up this old house. Yes. And, of course, the house is haunted by a witch who... Um, well, not, well, I don't even know if she's a witch or not. She was probably just called a witch right. throughout the neighborhood. Because um, she would like just sit on her porch. She wasn't very nice or anything. And then at one point in time during the summer for a few weeks, she just sat in the window of her house and stared out the window. Mm-hmm. But then people figured out that, oh, she's dead. She's dead <laughs> she, for weeks. Right, yeah. hanging out in that window. So um, the uh, father buys this house and has his son with him to help like, construct it and everything. And just get it back to livable so maybe they can flip it. But we learn out later on that he wants to make this house for them to like kind of get his wife back. Yeah. And to prove that he's not going to run away from problems anymore. Yeah, he's been kind of a flighty dad, it sounds right. like. Yeah. And so his son had been, gotten in trouble with his mom because we find out later on that he went on the internet. And he didn't look at like porn or anything. He looked at someone getting murdered. Yeah. And when we find this out, like, halfway through the movie, the dad is, like, really upset by it, which kind of threw me off. I was like, damn, I watched fucking horrible shit, too. I think my parents kind of would have been more upset if I watched porn than if I watched someone getting beheaded. that's the thing about the United States. (laughs) And and that's what, and I kind of think that's important in this movie, is that this dad is kind of cool with the porn. Like, yeah, this is a natural thing in life. But having his son exposed to violence... Yeah. You know, um, even quicker, which I think makes a lot more sense maybe in uh, foreign countries where violence is a little more sen- uh, censored than it is here. Right. But boobs are out aplenty in right. other countries. So you can get away with a lot more on cable in the UK. <laughs> yeah. Breast, uh, yeah, nudity yes. and sexual wise. But yeah, and just to clarify, he's not angry with the son. No. He's upset that the violence like this exists, and now his son has seen it. Yeah, more 
maybe desensitized to yeah. it now. Mm-hmm. But throughout, while this is all going on, of course, um, rattlings are happening in the house, and we get to see, in pretty much all the scenes that they have, we get to see the witch in the background, and they're totally not paying attention to her. Yeah. And a lot of it happens in daylight, too. Yeah, and it's not like an insidious, like, boom, boom there she is at yeah. the window. Right. She's just there. It's, yeah, it's, more, yeah. it's creepier that way. Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not, you know... Like a Mike Flanagan type effect. Yes, yeah. exactly, and it and it works in this movie, and there's, and we get um, the father and son together, and we Both get to likeable. see they're really yeah, yeah they are likable. Um, the son luckily isn't too annoying in the movie, which is great. He's mean and Brad at the beginning, but yeah. he has good reason to be. Yes, exactly, yeah. and the dad has layers. He's you know he's trying to make the best of things. He's mm-hmm. he is more of a chicken than his son is <laughs> throughout mm-hmm. the movie, which you see. And uh, I, I like that. I like how there was, you know, a, a difference between them, really. Yeah. And how he, the son, took more after, like, the mom, you know, than the dad. So it, they played off each other really well. There were surprises in this. Yeah. Just really low budget and, and minimalist. And that's all you needed to make a pretty yeah. creepy it's movie. Yeah, like two guys in a house. Yeah. And a ghost. And a ghost, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I recommend this movie. You Me should too. check it out. I got a lot more than I expected. Yeah. Same here. It was, I was a, it was a pretty good movie, and yeah, I recommend this one. Check it out on Shutter. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't. Uh, it's only like seventy eight minutes. Pretty short too. Yeah, real eh, short. Not too long. It's an, it was a good father son movie. Agreed. Um, yeah. So that about does it with our list, and we will be back with our movie of the week. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Our movie of the week is the 2015 film Southbound, the Mm -hmm. anthology. This one is directed by a bunch of people, most notably Radio Silence, who did um, Ready or Not, and who did segments in VHS. Uh, So I was pretty pumped to see this uh, Mm -hmm. movie when I first heard about it, and um, checked it out when it first came out, and saw it another time, and I was like, I need a movie for the movie of the week. Southbound it is. Pretty yeah. pretty chill kind of movie. And when um, you said it, I was like, great. I great, like Southbound. Yeah. yeah. Um, nice little anthology film. Um, doesn't necessarily break into segments. They're all kind of connected in a way. And very smoothly, I think. It is, I like yes. the way they all connect. They all transition very well. <clears throat> um, so it um, this all takes place, I'm going to say, in... Like a deserty area of like Texas or Arizona or something like that. Very yeah. barren kind of area. Lots hell. of sun and brown. It's it's hell. Yeah. From <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's say it looks like Texas. Hell looks like rural Texas. Right. <laughs> our first story, which is our wraparound, is about um, uh, we first see a couple guys driving this truck, and we get some. What do they call those things in Harry Potter? The Death Dealers or whatever? <laughs> oh, the, uh, oh man. Dementors. Dementors. Yeah. Uh, yeah, these two dudes are driving a truck. They look like they've been through hell. 
it's dawn. Blood, yeah. There's dementors everywhere. They stop at a gas station. Everyone's acting weird there. They get some gas, take off, and they're pretty much stuck in a loop because they keep going to the same exact gas station over and over again. Uh, one of the guys um, wants to get the hell out of there, but they, one of the, the dementors kills him. And the you other know, guy has clearly figured out what's happening. They're not going anywhere. They're not going yeah. anywhere. Mm-hmm. So he heads to this hotel. Uh, goes into this hotel room and he keeps going kind of through the same thing. With the, he sees his daughter and it's like in his old house and he keeps going around and around, mm-hmm. repeating the same thing over and over again. And that's kind of the the, the end of our the wraparound for the time being until the end of the movie, to which we can see what the fuck's really going on mm-hmm. with these guys and what's happening. But we we will get there. Our next segment is about this like a uh, uh, three girl rock band. Yeah. Uh, they're traveling around the country. They got wasted. Uh, the night before, they leave that same hotel room to where we transition to from, from the first story. That uh, They um, they drive off uh, in their little van, and it ends up getting a, a flat tire. Mm-hmm. Uh, this weirdo couple, like the 40s, 50-year-olds, pull up in their, like, their station wagon and offer to give them a ride. So they have food and board and everything, another tire for them. They're not taking no for an answer, but yes. they're very, like, congenial about it. Yeah. Which makes it even weirder. Yeah. yeah. No one's that nice, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, at first, they're, they're like, nah, we'll be fine. But then, like, well, okay, maybe we should. They go to this. So, they end up going to their house. Um, um, just kind of like a, a usual kind of suburban-looking house. Mm-hmm. Go in there, and they uh, they serve them dinner. These three girls, and they have some of their friends over too. The dinner is some weird meat looking thing. Meat slop, yeah. So one of them doesn't eat it because she's a vegetarian. That's important. And the other two eat it and think it's really good. While these twins stare at them like like these inbred looking kind of dudes. <laughs> Maybe not necessarily inbred. They just kind of look like the guys, like. Like, they would be last to get fucked by any girl. Like if you had, like, a classroom full of guys, they were last. Yeah, and probably peeping windows. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's more of a creep factor than it is, like, these are just yeah, two awkward boys. They probably name their zits, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, everyone's creepy in this house. Um, the girls who ate end up getting sick mm-hmm. and um, end up joining this cult that these people are part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her face from the signals in this movie? I don't know her name. Her name is... It is must she... be... Anessa Ramsey? This must be her. Let me see. Yeah. Okay. Anessa Ramsey is her name. Which is a signal is a really good movie. Yeah, it out. made me want to watch The Signal again. I we haven't seen it do... in a really long time. Right, we might have to do that for uh, Movie of the Week sometime. Yeah, and then it's also got Fabian Therese from John Dies at the End. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Hover? Was that... Cover, I believe. Was that the yeah. name of, of the movie? Yeah, it's with the like, drones. Yeah, yeah, with the yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. She's from that, right? That's where I knew her from. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, well, we'll get to that later in a second. But anyway, yeah, um, the girl from John dies at the end is the one who doesn't eat, and she ends up escaping from this cult. Mm-hmm. Um, she runs in the middle of the road and gets hit by a car, and that's the end of that segment, really. But also the beginning of our next segment, yeah, of the, the guy who hits her with the car. That's the best transition, I think. So yeah. uh, so then we follow this guy who hit her with the car. He's been talking to his wife on the phone. He feels really shitty. He's like, oh shit, Like, um, what do I do? He had that, that, that 
point in time right after something like this would happen, you're either going to take care of it or you're going to flee. Mm-hmm. And you have that moment to where your whole life is flashing before you. Like, am I going to take the hit for this or am I going to try and get the fuck out of here? He ends up calling nine one one, saying yeah, someone he does got the hurt. Right thing, yeah. And seeing if an ambulance can get there. Of course, he's in the middle of nowhere, and no one can get to him. He ends up grabbing her and putting her in his car. The um, the uh, the nine one one operator plus uh, someone from EMS is on the phone with him, telling him what he should do, how far away, you know, everything going, and they're talking to him constantly. He ends up driving into a town where there's no one. Gets yeah. to a hospital where there's no one. And she's seizing. Like, she's yeah. in real bad She's shape. fucked up. She yeah. got her head fucked up. Her leg is held together by a few strings, which yeah. end up coming apart Ugh. while he's carrying her away. As soon like, as that <laughs> segment started, started, I was like, I don't want to watch this part again. It's gross. Really great. Her knee is <laughs> fucked. Like, her leg bends the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> and then basically just falls off. Right. <laughs> so he's trying to do everything to keep her alive while a doctor or he says he's a doctor on the phone is telling him like what to do like he's been listening the whole time you need to do this you need to do that so he's doing all these things trying to keep her alive which he's doing for the most part until you know um she ends up expiring but like the last couple of things were pretty wrong right you work in a hospital they were pretty he, right, actually. He was just kind of using the wrong tools. Like, the okay. the tube he put in there was the wrong tube. But it still could get air out, so it is possible. And with the lung, too, where he was to massage that lung to get air out. Yeah, but at the end, yeah, there was no coming back. I think what the doctor on the phone was trying to do was end her life more, a little more peacefully than her cho- dying and choking out. Okay. So that's why I think the doctor on the phone said that. But once he, f- she dies, everyone starts laughing at him yeah. on the phone. It becomes really creepy, and he's not able to leave the hospital uh, until they call back and are like, you know, we'll let you leave and everything, and no strings attached. And so he ends up leaving the hospital with a car, even his same car, not the one that he drove there that's all busted up, but the exact same one yeah. with all his same contents in it. He gets a shower, changes clothes, right. and go yeah. home. And yeah, so he ends up driving away and driving down the street. And the people are still talking to him on the phone, and he's like, I'm going to hang up now. And he drives off. But while he's driving off, driving off, we pass a phone booth with a woman, same woman talking to him on the phone. Yeah. Really gnarly looking lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, road hard, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's our transition into our next segment. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this woman exits the, the the booth and goes into the bar and asks for a beer from Luftcheck from uh, Orange is the New Black. Ooh, wait, can I back up for one second? Sure. The surgeon on the phone oh, yeah? is Justin Wellborn, who's also from The Signal. Hmm. So now I want to see what their connector is. Oh, wow. So anyway, we're yeah, in the bar. Guy. Yeah. That guy, yeah. He's, he always plays like the crappy character now in movies. Except or, in The Signal, except yeah. Except in The Signal, yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. In it's the bar. Okay. Um, yeah, in the bar, yeah, this woman that we, we saw just on the phone booth asked for uh, a beer. And Luftcheck from Orange is the New Black yeah, Matt is, Peters. <laughs> is telling her to close the door. And then we can see that there's a lot of shitty characters in this bar. Then all of a sudden... This guy with a shotgun breaks in and asks where his sister is. 
and we see that these people in this bar aren't humans, yet they are demons? Devils I, of some sort? My guess was, like, not fully turned werewolves? Yeah, like something like that. Like, they can only that. partially turn and mess you up? Yeah. That was my guess. Yeah, I'm thinking demons. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm going to say demons on this one. So we learn that this guy's looking for his sister, the one who broke into the bar. He's got a shotgun. Takes Lufchek prisoner, and they go to, like, this soft-serve ice cream place where there's, like, this secret door to get into this hellish area where his sister is tattooing someone. Uh, he says, I'm going to save you and everything, but we know that she's doesn't want to go with him at all. She's like, I feel like we should mention that Lufchek gets his nose broken, and it's yeah. really satisfying to watch. If you hate Lufchek, then <laughs> the orange is Why wouldn't black. you? <laughs> Um, anyway. Anyway, uh, so he gets his sister out of there, even though she doesn't want to. Blows off Lufchek's head. Drives into the middle of the desert, where he ends up getting attacked by a bunch of albino men from the mm-hmm. knights. And they kill him, and we see that, yeah, his sister um, is a part of this cult, or, or hell, or whatever. Section of hell, I feel yeah. like. That's when, if you didn't know already, now you're yeah. pretty sure Pretty sure you're in hell. hell. Yeah. And we learned that, you know, um, he never thought, he always thought she was innocent of killing their parents, but she ends up confessing like, yeah, I'm the one who killed them. I wanted to. This is what I want. You shouldn't have done this. You should have let go Mm -hmm. many years ago. And he didn't let go and he ends up getting killed. She takes the car back to the soft serve place. And this is where we transition into our next one which is uh, connected to the wraparound. Um, This young girl and her parents are on a little mini vacation before she heads off to college. Mm -hmm. And um, this ends up being a, um, like an invasion, a home invasion little angle. Mm -hmm. So where these three guys wearing these masks that are are creepy because you don't, they're not from anything. Really, they're not like presidents or no, a scary yeah. face or a clown face. They're just kind of like, like sixty-year-old, fifty-year-old well, men that would kind of creep you out in the bus. One of them does look like Clark Gable. Yeah, a little I bit. I yeah. think that was Clark Gable, and then the other one, I made a joke that it looked kind of like John Hurt, but it's definitely it, 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 not John Hurt. Uh, or it look, uh, no, not John, but the Daniel Stern was the other one. It kind of looked like. All right, yeah, Daniel I could Stern see that too. Uh, uh, Clark Gable and um, the other one look like the jump to conclusions, Matt. Guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, you look at them, the walrus mustache and everything. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, home invasion guys come in, and this is where I kind of get lost because I don't know what the the parents did, but the bad guys or, or the home invasion guys end up killing the parents. And we don't. I don't know why exactly. It's never really explained why either. Maybe right. uh, they just show a picture of a girl, like a little girl, from the beginning, from the wraparound story. So I'm kind of thinking maybe these these parents killed her for some reason. Something. I mean, he for the father freaks out and keeps right. apologizing. Right. Yeah. So we're we thinking really something know. happened. Mm-hmm. You can build your own conclusion on what what that's about. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, one, they, they end up killing all uh, the parents and the daughter, too. Which, the daughter does fight back pretty awesomely. They let her go, but she comes back. Because it seems like those guys are there just for the parents and yeah. not for her. And really just for the guy. I think they punish him by killing the wife. Right. Yeah. So after killing all of them, um, 
the Dementors end up coming out of their bodies and end up attacking the men, and that's where we reach our wraparound points of, you know, this is, you know, the movie, and we're going to end up at the end of this returning right to the beginning of the film. Right, to the so, diner where they went to clean up. Right, yeah. and, and yeah, and where they went to clean up and to where he ends up going to the motel, mm-hmm. goes to there, and then we're at the beginning again to where the girls come out of the motel room, and then we start this whole story again kind yeah. of thing. So hell is a loop. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Uh, I do recommend this movie. Me it too. is pretty good. It's not the greatest, but I do like the transitions in it. The acting is good. The effects are pretty good in it too. I'm never taken out by anything in this no, movie. No, the leg effect is gross, man. It's really yeah, gross. It is. That's <laughs> probably one of the best stories. Yeah. Is that one? But uh, yeah, I check it out. Music's good. Uh, I actually have the vinyl of it. It sounded familiar, and then I realized, oh, because I've been hearing it come from Larry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, um, yeah, this is a good movie. This is produced by, actually by um, one of the guys from uh, Bloody Disgusting, the, the website. One oh, of the big okay. horror websites. They sponsored uh, Cinepocalypse, too, right, back yeah. when that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I miss you, Cinepocalypse. Yeah, it's over now. <laughs> we got yeah. two years. Yeah. yeah so I see a lot of cool shit. But anyway, um, yeah, anything else left to add? No, of all the eight movies that we watched, that was definitely the best one, and we'd already seen it. Right, um, yeah. Yeah, definitely check it out. Check it out. Uh, other than that, we will probably see you next week. I'm not sure if we'll be back next week or not. I'm thinking about taking a week off, but we will see. See how I feel and see how many movies we see. We might yeah. not ever stop, so. We've been just, like, plowing through some movies on Sunday morning, afternoon, through the evening. Plow through them. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, thank you for everyone who has joined us before and who has listened or who follows us on Facebook or SoundCloud or, or checks us out. It's pretty. It's really cool to, to put up a track somewhere and then kind of look a little while later, like an hour or two later, and see who's listened. And, yeah, there, people have listened. And so it's really cool. And Do it's we cool have to some see, listeners? I yeah, have it, It's cool to see people who, like... Uh, who subscribe to us and see, like, oh, they have a new track coming up, I'm going to listen to it kind of thing. I think that's awesome. That's so, cool, because so. I would do this like Troy and Abed in the morning. <laughs> oh, we're not filming this. <laughs> but I'm glad that people listen. Yeah. But anyway, um, thank you, everyone, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>